everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network daily podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So, big news of the week, the gun control hearings and the testimonies on Capitol Hill, are they making a difference? This is uh, a battle of uh, hearts and minds and money. Mm. This is really about money and an illustration of how money uh, controls Washington. Uh, Not necessarily votes or popularity, but uh, money. And as long as the big money talks, uh, I'm sorry, we are seeing firsthand how big money versus what the what the public perception of the problem is and how they would like it to be solved because the polls indicate that the Washington politicians and voters are in two separate corners, but the money is in one corner. Sure. And I think that's what will ultimately decide how this issue will be resolved is uh, Money will win because money has always won in Washington. You know, um, I, I'm interested to, to see if some of the uh, more recent accounts and experiences that have gone viral uh, with respect to Uvalde will have an impact or any influence over these proceedings because um, as we've seen the, uh, the teacher who was in the classroom that survived where all 11 of his students were, were killed. He obviously has a very moving account of what has happened in the class and what has happened since. Um, Matthew McConaughey is another person that recently visited the White House and he had a very moving um, account of his experience uh, going back to his hometown in uh, Uvalde and 
talking with the families and even President Biden himself. Um, I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel give his uh, account of dealing with the some 200 family members and extended family members of the victims. And um, it'd be interesting to see how, how those um, things that obviously the American public is privy to um, might shape the outcomes uh, on Capitol Hill. So, well, you know, that's a, you, you make an interesting point. However, you know, since uh, Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of interesting things have happened. Social media has exploded in the past 20 years or so. Sure. Uh, so people have access to more information than ever before. But two things can be true. That American culture is saturated with violence. People are desensitized by the amount of violence that happens on a daily basis and that people are exposed to. Um, And one of the challenges that those who are in favor of just the smallest steps toward gun regulation is that they are swimming upstream against how much violence people are exposed to on a daily basis. When you can see during testimony, a 10-year-old vividly describe a battlefield type atmosphere that she was in without flinching suggests that she has been exposed. This is, this is not unheard of. She didn't flinch when she said she used the blood of her best friend to smear on her body. This child will be in therapy for many years. Yes. Yes. That I, I agree with you, Terry, that she will be in therapy for, for many years. But my point is it's an example of how we are, as a culture, desensitized to violence and explaining violence and showing people who have been through violent situations doesn't have, it's almost a diluted effect. Oh, you got shot. Okay. Well, so the question is, so did this, did these hearings move the needle at all? Well, I guess the answer is yes, sort of, because lawmakers did vote to raise the minimum age from 18 to 21. That's um, in the house. Yeah, well, it's, we're still talking about semi-automatic rival uh, purchasing. And they're also talking about more stringent gun trafficking, safer storage of these firearms, banning bump stocks. And yes, you're right. I mean, it seems rather superficial. It's it's all been marginalized, but it is incremental. It is political. I know we don't like to say that. And then we have a very, very powerful gun lobby that shows no signs of waning. Yes. There's a poll, a, a Quinnipiac poll that shows three out of four Americans do support raising the minimum age. So there's some traction. Well, again, it'll be interesting to see how uh, things unfold. And um, uh, as you mentioned, Kevin, next stop is the Senate. So obviously it's it's not expected to move beyond that. But you know, those of us who have little children, those of us who are black, you know, I'm referencing the Buffalo, the shooting in Buffalo at the Topps grocery store. Those of us who are particularly sensitive to these issues right now in this country, we'll stay hopeful that maybe we'll see some change uh, in this moment, so. 
Moving on, um, gas prices are continuing to rise. Is there anything the federal government can do about it? Um, Kevin, let's start with you. No. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) You're feeling it. Actually, actually, uh, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Of course. But in terms of the... American public, you know, Mr. 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 Mrs. Uh, you know, average American, uh, they certainly look to politicians to solve problems. This, unfortunately, is beyond the scope of what the federal government can do, short of um, eliminating federal taxes at the gas pump. And even if that happens, because this is an, an issue of this is actually a global issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, of supply and demand, uh, the barrel of oil is exceeding one hundred and forty dollars a barrel now. Wow! So, uh, and there's there is nothing that uh, the president can do about that. And you know, there are a lot of factors. Like, for example, the, there hasn't been a new refinery built in America since nineteen sixty oil refinery. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many more cars on the road since then. Our ability to uh, produce as much, all of the refineries are running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It would help if you know we had more refineries, but that's not going to happen. And oil companies are greedy. People paying $6 for a cup of, uh, cup of coffee, they'll pay more for a gallon of gas. Well, you know, should President Biden be absolved of all responsibility? You know, well, if we look at gas prices and any U.S. president, this is tale as old as time, right? So I guess in order to solve the problem, we have to understand the causes. So supply and demand, which, like many things, was highly pandemic driven at the outbreak of COVID. This was in 2020. Oil and gas demand went into free fall. There were job losses. Um, travel was mostly halted. But then last year, uh, production began picking up again, but supply chain snags were still a little bit complicated. Thousands of workers still laid off and gas prices actually were spiking. This was May of last year. And then Russia happened, the invasion of Ukraine. Um, And even though Russia, okay, it's the third largest oil producer in the world, uh, even though the U.S. only imports just a nominal sum of it, uh, of energy needs from Russia, the interconnection of the global energy market really did uh, push gas prices higher. It was a huge contributing factor. And there's an economist um, from Texas A&M who says, you know, there's a disconnect between prices at the pump and oil producers. Mm -hmm. Um, So sadly, the average price could climb to $6. Kevin says it's not going to be a big deal. People will pay what they're going to pay Nothing will stop them from from traveling. But then I have to circle back to President Biden. I think maybe he has exhausted his efforts. He's reached out to Venezuela, OPEC, even Iran. Uh, Gas tax holidays, yeah, a wonderful solution. Left up to the states, fine. Uh, My state of Connecticut, one of the states that latched onto it, Maryland and Georgia, all implemented that reprieve. So again, I have to agree with Kevin, there's not much more the government can do. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Black Information Network news anchors Terry McCready and Kevin Brown are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right, NFL quarterback Deshaun Watson is back in the news regarding accusations of inappropriate behavior. Terry, let's start with you. Okay, wow. This was uh, kind of a big deal. So now you have about uh, two dozen women who filed civil suits against Deshaun. Mm -hmm. So now this lawyer who's who's representing uh, these women says that you know his law firm is now joining forces with the Houston Texans organization and some others in lawsuits against Watson. And so apparently there was this NDA, non-disclosure agreement, that apparently Watson gave to some of the plaintiffs, but they're saying behind the scenes that that document came from inside the house, the Texans security office. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, you know, the Houston Texans are saying that they were left in the dark until last year. Okay. So this, this all is very, very uh, complicated. And I think it will become even more so as the days go on. Oh, I would have to agree there, Terry. <laughs> the New York Times found 66 yeah. uh, uh, visits from Mr. Watson, who apparently hasn't been as forthcoming with his uh, therapy 
as previously thought. And uh, now that serious journalists are uh, digging into this story, um, the NFL has some difficult choices to make. Not only about uh, how they're going to approach, you know, this situation, but also for the Cleveland Browns. My goodness. Um, This is where go big or go home has backfired. They signed Deshaun Watson Uh to the largest contract. Um, And what can the NFL do other than suspend him? I suspect that uh, they'll be out of court settlements uh, for for everyone involved. And uh, the football season will will move on. That's what I, I, I think is going to happen. But I, th- it's, I also think it's interesting to know that these massage therapists or masseuses uh, showed up right as Deshaun Watson expressed the desire to leave the Houston Texans. Oh, wow. There's, there's more to this story than just his unusual rehabilitation slash um, new approach to dating, possibly. (laughs) 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 Oh boy, that's a slippery slope. (laughs) Well, when you visit (laughs) a massage parlor 66 times, (laughs) either... You know, so there's a story there, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how this all uh, pans out. But there will be football and Deshaun Watson will play because Mm -hmm. once again, money's involved. Lots of it. That's an excellent point. All right. Now, the January 6th hearings begin this week. So let's talk about the purpose of these hearings airing in prime time. Kev, let's start with you. Democracy. Okay. Democracy is on the ropes. This, the importance of these hearings cannot be overstated. The Democrats have an opportunity to shift public opinion towards what January 6th really is all about. And that is... And this is the question that Democrats are going to place before the American people. What kind of government do you want? What kind of country is this going to be? Is this, as Ben Franklin said, it's a republic. If you can keep it, we are at the crossroads. Mm. And if the Democrats can make a compelling presentation because they learned from the the impeachment hearings that just laying out the facts is not enough for the American public. That's not enough. You know, if there are not spaceships or dinosaurs running across the screen, (laughs) people are so skeptical. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you mean. It's 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 so funny because I, I know the point that you're making. You're yeah, you, right. you, you have to cut through, you know, cut through all of the, the noise yeah. that, that American people are exposed to. But they have to 
more than just lay out the facts, explain exactly how close, and this is such an important event for people of color, because we will be the big losers if this democracy goes by the wayside. Because we saw these these riots happening in real time. We saw the Trump speech. We saw the Mo Brooks. We saw the fist pumping with Josh Hawley. We saw breaching of the Capitol. We saw it with our own eyes. So now I'm just wondering what more compelling facts can the Democrats share with the American people that we don't already know? We're going to need some more blockbuster information like true bombshells, things that we haven't already heard of. So that is an enormous uphill battle for the committee. People get the government they deserve. Maybe this is just who we are. Mm. But I, 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 will, I will suggest that uh, six months ago, people in Ukraine were sitting at cafes, enjoying coffee and living their lives. A- and now, see how life has changed. It can be as dramatic in America as, well, we don't have anybody at our borders, but internally, how life was before, six months ago, six months from now, if this hearing does not move the needle in terms of justice for all, it'll be a a very different place America will be a year from now. That's an excellent point. All right. Uh, moving on to the Black Information Network's coverage of Black Music Month. Uh, Terry, let's start with you. Uh, well, first of all, this has just been euphoric. This has been spectacular fun. Um, it gives us, this is really a golden opportunity for us, not only just to highlight a multitude of favorite artists, but also it's a chance to sort of hold space to those musicians, those singers, and there's a vast array of them who perhaps have had this wildly or catchy popular song. Maybe you heard it on a commercial, but you just always wondered, well, who was that person? So now we have a chance to put a name and a story to that tune. Um, It's much different than a Michael Jackson or a Prince. You know, with Michael Jackson, it's MJ Thriller, MJ Beat It, MJ Off The Wall, almost in one seamless thread. But there are some people, yeah, he's very much synonymous, him as a person and his music. There's that instant relationship, instant uh, recognizability. Um, But Black Music Month gives us a chance just to applaud. In some ways, it's like the 20 feet from stardom background guys and gals Mm -hmm. who are the unsung heroes uh, in so much popular in R&B music. And so we can, you know, share some vignettes or a cute story or just some little quirky tale that you know, that we've heard about. Maybe we're just learning about it ourselves. And our listeners will hear this, walk away, having learned something new, and hopefully had, you know, a good time doing so. I love it. This has been a a very enlightening moment uh, for me, because quite frankly, I, although knew, I'm familiar with many of the names, I'd forgotten And it's easy to do because, you know, we're all so busy and have access to so much other information. What social pioneers, some of the artists that we're highlighting, were in their day. I came across, uh, for Washington, D.C., Duke Ellington, 
not only his musical contributions, but how active he was socially in fighting against segregation and fighting for equal rights for black people. Uh, I also came across, had forgotten about, and this is a great reminder of how different society was when many of these artists that we're playing during Black Music Month, how different society was when these artists were in their prime. Uh, black audiences and white audiences did not mingle. And it was the music of these black artists that we are highlighting this month that carved a path and, and opened doors. It's really been enlightening and uh, fun. Very good. Well, thank you very much to the both of you for your insight. Uh, once again, our guests are Black Information Network news anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.